Are you struggling in your faith? Are you pretending you're happy but stuck in a spiritual rut? Are you tired of listening to famous pastors and preachers who make it sound so easy? Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Protestant and Catholic voice in America. I talk about the important things that nobody else is talking about, like how to align with God's plan for your life, because I believe this is where 90% of Christians get stuck. And I tackle the negative self-talk that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are brave Protestants and Catholics who share their struggles, their fears, and their daily holy habits that help them win in their spiritual lives. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist and a spiritual coach to Christian business owners and CEOs who are married with children. This show was created for you, the broken Catholic, who's pushing to get your spouse, your kids, and yourself to heaven. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you're just one surrender prayer away. Today, my featured guest is Carrick Felix. I had him on my other show, Your First 100K. We spoke about uh, his entrepreneurial path after playing in the NBA, winning some championships. He's a, he's just a badass athlete. God has gifted him. And now I brought him on uh, this show, Broken Catholic, for you, uh, BC Nation, to speak about his faith journey to speak about the before and after God in his life. Now, that's not saying he had times where God wasn't in his life, but sometimes we're not actively choosing God's will first. True or true? <laughs> true. Right, right? Very I've been true. there. I've been yeah, there. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian, but my life looked like an atheist. Let's be real. Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, so I get real on this show, as you know, BC Nation, and Carrick uh, is just a great guy, salt of the earth. I like him. I believe you're going to like him as well. And a little bit about him. He's a former NBA player. As I said, uh, he's had a journey. You could just Google him and you'll see all the teams he's played for. Uh, you're probably, you know, a fan of some of those teams. I know some of my family members are a fan of Carrick. Uh, and now he's also an inventor. He's got a new product out for people that wear eyeglasses. So you could check out uh, that episode on your first 100K if you're interested to hear more about that. He's a three-time TEDx speaker. He's been featured on Fox, CBS, ESPN, TechCrunch, The Washington Post. And, you know, this is a man who is bringing his faith to the forefront, I believe, more and more. And, and God is showing him that God wants to be in, in the front, right? And so many times, and Carrick, I'm going to let you jump in here in a second. Yeah. I think you could relate with me. The first half of my life was all about me glorifying myself. Yeah. And now the rest of my life is about glorifying God. So we're going to jump into that a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I, I believe our hearts want that deep down, but many times we don't know how to do that. We don't actually know what that looks like out in our lives. So Carrick Felix, welcome to Broken Catholic, number one podcast on iTunes for Protestants and Catholics. Uh, take 30 seconds, just fill in some of the gaps in that that intro I did. Maybe I missed something. <laughs> no, no. I uh, appreciate you having me on. Um, no, definitely. Uh, you know, God has been, you know, good in my life and it has definitely been present. Um, so, you know, again, I, I appreciate you having me on this podcast and just being able to, you know, share my journey and share my testimony. 
Um, you know, I think it, it's important because, you know, there are times where, you know, as an individual, we, we, we lose that faith in God. And, and, you know, we, we have those times when, you know, we may, so we believe, but, you know, there's times where we are like, oh, well, why God, like, why are you doing this to me? Or like, why aren't you showing up? And it's, uh, you know, it's just important, you know, to, to, you know, to continue to let others know, you know, God's never going to leave you. Um, he's always going to be there, you know, no matter what you're doing, no matter um, good or bad, but, you know, it's, it's up to you to really, you know, lock in and see that. And like you, like you said at the beginning of this, just surrender. Um, so yeah, no, I think you, 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 uh, did a great intro and, uh, yeah, I'm ready to get into it. So awesome. You know, that word surrender as men, we've been conditioned. That's not a good word. You only surrender if you're a loser, if you lost right in sports, right in business in the military, you don't want to surrender ever, but in the spiritual realm, it's the exact thing God asks us to do. Right. He sent his son, Jesus, to show us what surrender actually looks like yeah. when when Jesus didn't have to surrender. Right. He said, I freely give my life. You don't take anything. I'm giving it to you. I'm surrendering it to you. So let's get into a little bit of that character. But before we do share something personal about you that very few people in your business life or sports life actually know. Yeah. Um, you know, just uh, something personal, just a little bit about me, you know, Ever since I was, uh, you know, I guess ever since childhood, you know, my, I have to thank my mom for just, you know, instilling, you know, this, just the word of God um, and just teaching me you know, about Jesus Christ and, and what he can do for me. And, and um, just being able to, you know, have him in my life, you know, and, and, you know, as a kid, you know, growing up in a broken home, having a, you know, a family, or, you know, my mom was, you know, physically and mentally, emotionally abused by my dad. And, you know, my dad was an alcoholic. Um, and, and, you know, just growing up through, through you know, tough times and, and, you know, just seeing different, uh, uh, a different lifestyle. Um, you know, it's hard as a kid, but I definitely, you know, my whole life, you know, people always ask me, you know, you've gone through so many things, you've been homeless, you know, you, you've gone through so many crazy things, like, how do you stay so strong? And, you know, I, I, what, one thing a lot of people um, definitely don't know about me is I just, I really hold strong to my faith and I really hold, hold strong to, you know, my belief in God and what he's been, uh, and what he can do for me uh, and what he hasn't and already has done for me. Um, and you know, that for me, that that's everything, you know, I, I, I truly, truly believe, um, no matter how hard it gets, it, it, it it's always going to get better. It is just, you know, it's, it is just one of those things. It's like one day at a time. So, you know, for those people that don't really know me and now they, you know, getting to know me, you know, God is like my number one, <laughs> my number one cheerleader. Um, I know he's always going to be there no matter what. So, Wow. Thank you for sharing that, you know, and especially in professional sports, uh, we're seeing uh, people give credit to uh, other things, other idols uh, over God um, and taking a knee uh, to other gods. Let's just yeah. be real about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, because think about that. When you bow a knee, what are you doing? You're saying like, hey, I'm lowering myself to this thing. This thing I'm giving, I'm raising up as important or more important. And it, the only one you should ever bow a knee to is God. 
Would yeah. you agree or disagree to that, Carrick? Uh, regardless I mean, I, of your political views, right? Uh, I mean, regardless of my political views and, and, and how I see the situation, I mean, I definitely feel like, obviously, they, they you know, taking a knee during the situation, um, you know, it was for justice. Uh, but, you know, in the bigger picture, you know, there's unlike you're right, the only person you should be ever surrendering to, ever bowing down to, ever, you know, giving you know, everything to is God, um, because that's one person that, you know, he's given you the opportunity to, you know, be here and in, in, mm. whether in sports, it's like play at a high level. And, you know, for me and my journey playing sports tonight, I, I wasn't, I, and most, I wasn't, most people think, you know, for me, I wasn't supposed to be an NBA. And I, honestly, I wasn't, um, you know, obviously through hard work, through, you know, being able to stay consistent and, and persistent at my goal, um, but the only way I was able to do that was was by literally the strength of God. I mean, there's been times where, you know, my second year in the NBA and then breaking my knee. You know, I was a kid who grew up with nothing, grew up in a broken home, um, was, you know, told by teachers that never was going to, you know, make it out of high school, um, that I wouldn't even <laughs> be able to work a job um, to, you know, making it to the NBA where I was, you know, there playing, but end up breaking my knee take everything away from me, you know, and my life is in shambles and, you know, having the depression and having the, you know, the suicidal thoughts and like not knowing what to do because I was out for three years. Um, and, you know, during that time, you know, I, 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 I questioned myself about a lot of different things. Um, but there was one thing that brought me back to my center and brought me back to knowing who I was and knowing that, the time of, you know, the, these trials and tribulations that are happening, that they're happening for a reason. There's lessons in them all. And, and, and that was God. And it was his ability to, you know, put me where I needed to be at that time with, which was in the storm mm -hmm. and listening to him and being like, okay, well, what are you actually telling me? You know, like, and during that time, I didn't know because I was just so selfish and I was just thinking about myself and I wasn't thinking about, you know, what the bigger picture was. I was thinking about like, OK, I'm not playing like what's going on, like you took everything from me, like why? But when I actually stopped and realized like, you know, God's just telling me I can just slow down and, and, and see what's in front of me, seeing my beautiful family, being able to see that I have a beautiful daughter being able to see that he's given me so much more and so many other gifts to be able to give out to the world and, and, and to help and, and do his work. Um, and that's where, for me, I, I, I really found it. I really did find it during that time. So, wow. Powerful. Now it's very common. Would you agree for men, especially women do it too, but mostly men are known for it to place our identity in what we do, to place our identity in how much we earn, to place our identity in how well we perform. Yes, yes. Is, does that ring true in your own life when it came to the NBA and then it being stripped away and you sitting there in a bed for th almost three years, right? Weighing yeah. your life and your choices. Like, what was that like for you to have that false identity stripped away from you when you don't see what's next? Oh man, it was, it was, again, it was, again, I was, I was going through again, these dark thoughts and, um, you know, as they say, you know, God is always there and 
I always say, you know, when God is there and when things get bad, you know, the devil always comes creeping. He's always knocking on the door, trying to tend, like bring temptation and different things to your life. And, you know, I was, I was given in, um, you know, I, I, I saw myself doing things that I, that was out of my character that, um, you know, didn't align with who I wanted to be and who I knew I was. Um, and again, that those times were tough, um, tough for me. Um, as a young kid, like you said, like the identity thing for a lot of athletes and even men in business. I mean, it's hard. It, it's tough because they, they base it off of, you know, like you said, um, whether it's your sport, soccer, football, basketball, whatever you're playing, um, or again, maybe it's the money, you know, maybe it's, it, it's the cars or maybe it's, you know, for some males, maybe it's the women, or maybe it's, you know, the jewelry, whatever it may be. Um, but those are all things that are, 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 are so, as I like to say, surface level and, and so material and, and things that are not, you know, meaningful that it's, 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 you know, a lot of people kind of get trapped in that little space. And, you know, for me during that time, I was trying to trapped in my own, my own head. Um, and I, and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to get out until I opened myself up to being vulnerable, opened myself up to being, you know, open and, 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 and talking about some of these things, but also letting God move me and push me to where he wanted me to be, not where I wanted to be, because I wanted to be playing basketball. I wanted to be in the NBA. I wanted to be making this money. Right. Uh, that's what I want. That's what I wanted to do. But he, at the time, he was like, nah, like, no, like you need to be right here because I have some I have more for you. And if you're not going to be patient and if you're not going to allow yourself to go through this as uh, like go through this with me, then, you know, you're not going like I would say he's not going to show you the other side. It's just going to you're just going to keep going through that revolving door. Mm. Um, so for again, like I just I just had to learn to just listen, you know, mm. listen and, and, and find myself so. So, Carrick, what was that specific point of surrender uh, where you finally gave over to his will? Like, what what actually happened? Tell us that mini story. Uh, like, man, uh, it was just I was just at such a low point. Um, you know, I was I was in the hotel and I the, the hotel I was staying at. You know, I was bedridden for like six months. You know, it was so small. I had one window, um, and I really just got to a point where I. I looked at myself in the mirror and I didn't even notice. I didn't know who it was. I, I didn't recognize myself. Um, and I just started, I just started to just break down in tears, um, started to break down in tears and, and, and started to do the negative thinking and, you know, thinking about, you know, me as a father and, 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 you know, saying, you know, telling myself I wasn't a good father, you know, you know, telling myself, you know, I wasn't a good son, you know, this started to really just started to just knock down all these different knock start knocking on all these different doors. And, um, it was, it was so crazy, you know, as I was sitting there, it was just, just this feeling just came over me of, of, of warmness. And, you know, I, I, I called my mom. I remember I called my mom and I was just telling her, it was like, you know, I haven't, I haven't truly been honest with myself. I haven't truly been, you know, honest with God and, and, and with who I am and, and figuring out who he wants me to be. You know, I've been pushing him out and, and I know he's there. I, I hear him, but I just, 
I don't know why. And I, I used to tell her, I was like, I don't know why I was, I was doing it. I don't know what was going on. And, you know, when we're going through things and, and things get hard and that's, those are some of the times where you have to lean on God even more to take your problems and take your situations. And, um, with obviously with you putting in a little, putting in the work and, and doing the actual actionable steps. Um, and yeah, after talking to my mom, you know, it just was like a light bulb went off for me. Um, oops, I apologize for that one. Um, so it was like, yeah, that's the enemy creeping in. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the enemy <laughs> for sure. So what was, what was your next right move after you had that phone call with your mother, you felt God just, gentle, you know, peace and warmth over you when you're at this breaking point, what was your next right move? What'd you do? Um, you know, that next move for me, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, the next move for me, uh, was to start to do things that I just was afraid of, um, started to do things that I felt that God had placed in my life. And I started to do motivational speaking at the time. And, and that's when I really knew, um, that that's what I, that's, that's what he's truly, you know, made it, made me and created me for to serve and, 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 you know, give my lessons that I've gone through in my life. And all the times I ask myself why, right. I always used to ask myself why, but then I never understood it until that point when I was in that room by myself was that everything that was happening to me, there were all lessons he was giving me in order to instill in like the youth and in order to instill in the other, you know, individuals who haven't gone or will be going through or are currently going through that situation, whatever one of it was, um, whatever one it was, uh, was at that time. Um, you know, as I was speaking one day, you know, I was up there and it was my first time speaking. I remember, uh, it was like, like, uh, I was at a high school, my old high school. They, they, they were so only supposed to bring in like a hundred, a hundred students. Um, but they ended up bringing in, I think it was like 2,700, uh, students. Um, and as I'm speaking up there and, you know, I'm, you know, talking about my journey and, and, and talking about God, like openly, just, just talking about what he's done for me in my life. Um, and to really see the movement and impact, um, that, I was able to um, do and, and, and shift the room with just my story itself and, and not really just my story, just it's God's testament for me. Um, that really solidified it that day for me. It, it, it brought me into tears, seeing other people in tears and, and, and really seeing the impact that, you know, God has created for me um, with, with just my story. So yeah, it's, it's, it was wild. It was a uh, definitely an eye-opening uh, moment for me. Now, Carrick, I'm picturing you in that room. Okay, correct me if I get any of this wrong, yes. but I'm picturing you. It's your first time speaking in front of an audience, and you're afraid to do it. Right? You're yes. facing <laughs> your fears. You just got out of the hotel room having a, an emotional, spiritual breakdown, yes. right? Feeling like you lost who you are. Why is this happening to you? And now you're getting up in front of people. Like, how did you not, and, and sorry to make this such a provocative question. How did you not feel like a fraud? Right. Because uh, that's what yeah. we deal with when we get on yeah. stage, when we're not fully healed ourselves yet, we're still in the journey. And then we get up and we're sharing with people like, hey, this is what God did. Wow. And meanwhile, on the inside, we're like, 
I don't know. even know what's next for me. How yeah. do you deal with that? Um, honestly, you know, when I got up there, it wasn't for me. I'm, I'm always, I'm always very open. I'm always very, like I said, I'm very, you know, vulnerable. I'm very just upfront and just real. Um, so, you know, while I was speaking for me, I was just like, you know what, I can come up here and I can talk about being in the NBA or, you know, I can come up here and talk about all these cool, fun things, but let me come up, let me go on stage and let me just be real with mm-hmm. where I'm at, my situation, like, and just let it all out there and just see what happens. Yeah. Um, and that honestly, that was probably the biggest catalyst of that, of that moment that honestly has helped me just as a speaker, um, just be able to, you know, get up there and, and do what I do and, and not feel that way. Um, so yeah, during that moment, it was just me just going up there, just being real, telling them about, you know, my, the hotel moment when I was sitting there, you know, what my thoughts were, why I was thinking this way. And, um, just honestly talking about all the adverse times and all the shit that I've been through, excuse my language, but, um, and God being the catalyst to literally pull me out of every situation. Um, that, and for me, it was eye opening for me because it was my first time really speaking of, on different topics in my life, um, that most people didn't really know about me. So, wow. So as you're up there on stage, God's healing deeper parts of you yeah. <laughs> simultaneously healing people in the audience, setting them free through your story yeah. and BC nation for any of you out there that feel that God's calling you to share your story with the world, but it scares you then be inspired by a Carrick and realize this, what the world wants and what the world needs is not better preachers or more preachers. What the world wants and what the world needs is authentic Christian witnesses. They need to hear and see people that are actually living their life authentically. They're pursuing God. They're not perfect, but they're pursuing, right? They're still broken. That's why they need a savior and they're doing it anyway. They don't have the entire roadmap God shows to them, but they're taking the very next step that he gives to them. Like, this is what people want to see. Would you agree, Carrick? No, 100%. You know, I've always thought, and you said it right now about not, you know, you don't have to be perfect. You know, I I used to think like, oh, I got to be perfect. Like, if I do anything, like, it's wrong, I'm going to hell. Like, I'm a bad person. But realizing that, hey, we're human. You know, God God has made, um, you know, us to be able, you know, obviously Jesus died for, for our sins. Like, you know, we we're, we're going to make mistakes. We are not perfect. Um, but just understanding that, you know, and understanding that, you know, by giving yourself up and, and, and trusting and believing, because the hardest thing to do is believe and, and really trust and trust something that, you know, most people, right that most people, I mean, something that you can't see, you know, mm-hmm. something that, so you, that you don't even know what's on the other side. So it's like, how do you do that? I mean, that's, what, that's the, one of the hardest things I feel like a lot of people do deal with. But, you know, if you can get over that and really trust and believe that, hey, he's got me no matter what, 
I just need to make sure that I'm doing the right things in my life and, and, and living um, the best way with my health, how I treat people, you know, with, you know, my, my, whatever, whatever, whatever that thing is, you know, and my wife, my family, um, that it, it, he's going to make sure that you will, you know, protect your kingdom, you know, and, and he'll protect your kingdom. He, he will set you up for whatever you want. You just gotta, again, just believe this, believe that he has that plan for you. Mm. So good. BC Nation, we're speaking with Carrick Felix, uh, former NBA player, championship winner. He's a winner. He's a winner, (laughs) right? And he's sharing his story today, the before and after story of giving his life over to God fully, not just through words, but through actions um, and surrendering to God, to God's will rather than his own. And how difficult it is and was for him to put his trust and his faith in what he couldn't see, which is God and God's plan, right? And that's that's what it takes. You got to make that step. So I hope you're as inspired as I am to just trust God with at least the next step, the next step. And as I say so often on the show, do what Carrick did. Stop asking God why questions. Start asking God what questions. Why questions are circular when it comes to God. God, why is my life going this? Why did you steal my NBA career? Why this, God? Why did you take my business in my personal story? Why, God? Why, 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 why? Circular. You never end up with a clear answer, and you just end up disappointed and frustrated. The enemy comes in and attacks you even more. Instead, when you shift your why question to a what question, God, what am I meant to learn from this? God, what are you doing in my life right now? God, what is next? What are you showing me that I'm not seeing? What do you want that I'm holding on to? See, these are powerful questions to go to your heavenly father with. Very powerful. Right, Carrick? And that's that's how God was able to meet you is when you started asking him the right questions. So I hope that inspires one listener out there. Get on your knees with God this week. That's your challenge this week. And ask him those what questions, if you dare. If you actually want his answers, and if you actually want him to step in and shift your life and your future and show you his plan, which is better than Oz, by the way. (laughs) Um, If you're ready for that challenge, ask him those real questions. Carrick, uh, welcome to my favorite part of the show, brother. Yes. Welcome to the confession round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. You've already been this, through this on my other show, but some different questions. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. I'm ready. What is your favorite thing about God? Everything. <laughs> everything. Okay. Um, yeah, everything. Got it. What's your least favorite thing about God? Honestly, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? You don't like the way he operates? No, honestly, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing as of right now that would be any, I don't have any least favorite thing. I think, um, wow. for me, I mean, yeah, he's literally, he's everything to me. Um, but I just, I, like, I, yeah, I mean. Done. Yeah. Well, what, <laughs> yeah. Are you, what are you most afraid of? Um, honestly, the biggest fear is, is not living up to God's potential for me. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my biggest fear. And let me ask you this, and we're going to jump, uh, just divert for a second. What do you see God calling you to next? Um, you know, I think, I think what God has planned for me next is, is really being a, a, a shifter and an a, a impactor to changing um, how, you know, individuals in situations like mine um, or, you know, any situation uh, and just being that inspiration, being that motivation and, and helping others um, understand, you know, what God has done for me, what he's able to do for them. And is really um, being a servant for him um, and, and having literally a, a big impact. So Carrick, I'm gonna help you do that. I appreciate just you. putting that out there, bro. Okay. Uh, I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our lives. What are you currently struggling with personally or professionally? Um, you know, personally for a while, I was struggling, excuse me, uh, struggling with, uh, confidence issues. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really, uh, dealt with, um, just again, just the, the, the belief system. Um, you know, I had a lot of limiting beliefs on myself that, you know, I was been breaking over the past few years and, you know, believing, especially after stepping out of basketball three years ago, that, you know, that there is more and that, you know, you know, even though, you know, for two years that things are rough and hard that, you know, it, it was hard to keep the confidence. But again, understanding that, hey, God's got me. It, it literally is so fast how things can change and, and, and on that journey for you. So. Um, you know, that's one that's with personally and then career wise, um, honestly, um, one of the biggest things that, that I was dealing with, uh, with my career was just, um, just really, really trying to understand, you know, what that thing, that one thing is, um, that you're meant to do and mm-hmm. understanding that it's not going to take a day <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's not going to just happen overnight that it takes time and that's like you saying i'm gonna win an nba you know championship yeah. next week you know and you yeah. haven't even started playing basketball like exactly exactly it's like i i stepped out of basketball got into business just thinking like oh well you know because i had success in basketball i had success in business yeah sure yeah but it's like hey you, you still need to learn the ropes yes. <laughs> i'm still a rookie i still have to learn from you know others that 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 have done it but have done it in a way that, um, that I believe in, right? Like, mm. like, uh, following people that, you know, have the same faith base and, and, yep. and belief system as me. I think that's one of the things that for sure that, that I, I struggled with for a while. So I did as well. I get that. What secret fear do you have about people? Oh man. Secret fear. Um, I have about people, uh, Sometimes, you know, sometimes I think it's, you know, when I am motivated, I am speaking, I just hope that I'm always like, oh, are they listening? Like, I hope that, you know, I'm not saying anything that's just like, <laughs> I guess in the the new world, they would say lame or boring. Like, I just, I've, that's always one of my things. So I've always been shy. I'm like, I was, I was always yeah. a shy person. So like, yeah. <laughs> I get that. Are they listening? That is a secret fear. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, what do you wish you had learned sooner about God? 
Um, honestly, that I wish I would have learned a lot sooner um, that no matter what I'm doing or the mistakes that I'm making, that he's always going to be there. And, and, and if, you know, obviously you can't keep making the same mistakes over again, but, you know, just being able to ask for forgiveness and understanding like, Hey, this is my father. Yes. He, yes. He may punish me. I may not make, you know, whether it's, you know, make a team or, you know, I may not uh, get that deal, whatever those things are like, yeah, there'd be some consequences, but just believing and trusting that, Hey, he has me. I do. I just wish I would have really earlier um, in my life, this, this at different moments, this had a little bit more um, trust. So, yeah, I get that. What is a daily habit or your best daily habit that's helped you grow spiritually the most? Oh, uh, meditation. Uh, I practice dynamic meditation um, every day. I think that's one thing and that, that has helped my mind kind of calm down and, and, and really just reconnect myself. Um, and this honestly, just every day for me, just being able to just, just pray, honestly, and then pray for the things that I, I, I want to receive um, and, and praying for the things that are currently happening. Um, and praying for the things that, that, that haven't happened. And, and so that's, that's one, those are, those are habits every day that no matter what, if I, like the other day I, I, I missed, I didn't pray. And I'm always on my daughter about praying every day, you know, getting down, surrendering, giving thanks. Cause you know, some people pray and they're always asking for things. And it's like, Hey, sometimes you don't have to ask. It's like, just, you can say, thank you. Right. <laughs> just say, thank you um so like those are those are the things but the other day like i i had missed and i just felt so just weird it's not my day off <laughs> it's not my day off i yeah. totally get that all right pick three words to describe who you are now um describe who i am now um definitely you know i'm a god-fearing um you know very uh inspirational and uh just brave yeah. yeah. So God-fearing, inspirational, and brave. I like it. Pick yeah. three words to describe who you were before you surrendered your uh, everything to God in that hotel room. I was fearful. I was um, weak-minded, and I mean, I, I mean, I was I was confused. <laughs> I yeah. was confused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got it. And last question: If you could come back to life after you died, Ooh. tell your daughter, tell your family one piece of advice about everything regarding God and faith, oh, what would you say to them? I would, I would tell, I'd, I mean, I tell my daughter this all the time, but, you know, come back and just tell her just, no matter what you do, no matter where you're at, no matter if you're, you know, going to college or trying to be an astronaut or just trying to be the next president of the United States, just always believe and have faith. And even though if you're doing something wrong or doing something bad that, Hey, you can come back and, 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 reassess yourself but know that hey follow god's path and what he has for you and everything like he's you're you will be fine like you will be okay just follow the good path that's good advice bc nation remember the enemy likes to tempt us when we do yes. bad things that we are bad people yes and he likes to chip away at our identity that what you do is who you are these are lies of the enemy 
know that good people do bad things because we're broken. Okay. So always know that no matter what bad you're doing, you are still good because you're made in God's image and likeness. And he is good. He's a good God. He's a good father. So he's waiting for you to come back because he has a good plan for your life. So just go to him, ask him those what questions, any final wisdom, Carrick, what's the one thing you want my listener to know about really surrendering uh, their future plans and schemes uh, to God's will? Um, just don't be afraid. You know, don't be, there's one thing that there's one thing for you not to fear is, is don't fear God, like allow yourself to let everything and, and, and let everything out on the table and, and put it in his hands and, and allow him to do the work as you're putting in the time. Obviously you're putting in the time without allow him to work for you. Don't be like, don't, don't fight him. <laughs> and I, I feel like a lot of people just, they, they, they clash, they clash, they clash, but they're like, yeah. okay, when you want your life to change and you, when you want your life to change in a way that, that is going to really impact and, 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 um, change the lives around you like you have to just let go and let God just like take your worries take your stresses you know take you know the the your pain and your fears um and let them be his fears because that's I mean that's what he's here for that's what that's what he's you know made to do is, is to, to to take the weight off your shoulders and make it easier for you and just to listen man that's it <laughs> amen to that all right uh, we are speaking with Carrick Felix, former NBA player. Carrick, uh, where can my listeners go to uh, connect with you, learn more about you? What's your Instagram? What do you got for them? Um, yeah, you can go to, uh, check me out on Instagram. It's Carrick underscore Felix. Um, it's C-A-R-R-I-C-K underscore Felix uh, on Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, I don't have TikTok yet, but um, definitely uh, if you guys want to connect with me on there, I'm more than happy to connect with anyone. Um, you know, talk about faith, talk about my journey with uh, my faith. Um, and I'm always here to help. So that's awesome. And uh, if you want to hear about Carrick's new uh, invention, his new product, yeah. his new business, uh, it's launching. He, he's about to, everything's about to go big for this guy, even bigger. Um, and you can go check out his episode, his interview on your first 100K podcast. So go check that out. That launches this week. That show goes live. So check that out as well. Carrick, my man, uh, thank you for being on Broken Catholic. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Joseph, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. 
Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.